live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. Welcome, everybody. You are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. And this is live from America at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of this show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And as always, we are broadcasting this show from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. It's myself, it's my boy, producer Eli, and it's every single one of you. So let's go. Bobby Driver is in the building. Lacey Barkalo is here to join in for the fight against evil. Annie, get your guns. You better get them, and you better be locked and loaded with that armor of God on. Moose for Trump is in the building. Heather, how are you? Thank you for joining in. Nancy is here. It's me, 77, is in the building. Vicky Jeans says, shout out, Jeremy. Shout out to you. Shuckabees is in the building. How are you? PC free. I like that. Rick Coates is in the building. Fireboss. Terry Lynn. Xena is here. Are you a warrior princess? You must be for God anyway. Suzanne Vermontes is in the building. How are you? Troy is here. Hi, how are you? How are you, Troy? Dawted is here. Super Mario. I wonder if he brought Luigi and one more. Let's give it to Go Blue. 1974. He goes by the name of James. How you doing? And thank you guys very much for joining me today on this two-hour special of Live from America. I will be filling in for, well, the lean, green, globalist fighting machine himself, Mike Crispy. Let's go, baby. And the most base producer in the game, LFA producer Eli will be filling in for in the 12 o'clock hour. We will be doing a two- Hour special today, along with a very special one-hour broadcast from Mike Crispy, Liz Willis, and Frankie in Wisconsin from the debate stage. Now, that is the only thing that we are going to watch here on LFA TV as it as it pertains to that debate. We will watch that four o'clock hour. I am not watching the debate. The show's will continue here as scheduled until 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight when Trump and Tucker episode drops. It'll be live here. So no trumpet tonight, no Pete Santilli. We will have 
Tr- Tucker and Trump at 9 p.m. And we will have Mike and Liz Willis from Wisconsin because they're there to watch the debauchery so they can let us know how incredibly bad these candidates do without the leader there, Donald J. Trump. B. Palumbo says, I'm not watching the debate. Me neither. Me neither. But we will watch at 4 o'clock right here on LFA TV. Mike Crispy and Liz Willis live from Wisconsin. And now I'd like to start out today with a nice little cold open video to get the juices flowing, to get you pumped up, to grab your coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. From different walks of life, but all have one thing in common. They want their country back. Parents who want to take back control of their children's education. Veterans tired of being kicked to the curb. They believe in protecting the sanctity of life, securing our borders, standing for the flag, kneeling for God above, and an honest day's pay for an honest day's work. Amen. Hillary made fun of them. You could put so did half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. Biden called them a threat. The MAGA Republicans represent an extremism oh. that threatens the very foundations of our republic. And DeSantis degradingly called them listless vessels. No, they aren't, Ron. They're great Americans. Amen. Who know there's one person who will always have their backs. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. It's so easy. They make it so easy because they are so out of touch. Do you think Donald Trump has to work hard to beat these losers? And I'm talking about everyone in the Republican field and on the Democrat side. He doesn't have to, if this was a fair fight, it wouldn't even, it would be like nobody else in the world was running for president but Trump. If it was a fair fight. But they make it so easy for him to create campaign ads by putting some inspirational music behind it. And that, and that alone will garner millions, tens of millions of views. Why? Because it is in touch with us, the people. Trump has his finger on the pulse of America as a billionaire. Well, how can, how can a billionaire know what I'm thinking? A billionaire's never gone through the struggles that I have. Well, it's the same way. It's the same way that anybody in the world can look at somebody and know if they're suffering. Anybody in the world can look at somebody and know if they're going through tough times. Anybody in the world can look at somebody and know by body language and just by looking them in their eyes and not through them like they're some kind of listless vessel. And that's what Donald Trump does, and he's got integrity. doesn't matter if he's got a billion dollars or one dollar. The man has integrity. He understands this country, and he identifies with everyone, regardless of his financial status. It's such a stupid and weak argument. And it's proven time and time again by how many people end up showing up at a Donald Trump rally at any event that he does. At any event that he does. And you're right, Bumblebee Patriot. I've got news for you. They're all billionaires as well. That's a good point. What a great argument to throw back. Oh, you mean like the billionaires you're voting for? They're not out of touch. Hillary Clinton, not out of touch. Joe Biden, now they may, they may or may not be billionaires. They may as well be. They're spending all of your money, and they're funneling money through other countries, so they may as well be billionaires. They've got an endless supply. That video right there showed you how in, to, how in touch and in tune Trump is with the people of this country. Last night, he was in Bedminster. 
again, in tune with the people of this country, and we'll get to that in the first and foremost section. But right now, I want to thank each and every one of you. I don't, want to, I, 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 don't, I don't have to go through everybody's name. You guys know who you are, all of you in this chat, all of you on the monthly donor list. Without you, we don't exist. I have to acknowledge that every day. Jeremy, you're simping for your crowd. Jeremy, you're always talking to the crowd so much. Well, who in the heck do you think makes this possible? The crowd, the people. Without you, this doesn't exist. Without you, LFA TV isn't number 27 in the world on Rumble, which is now worth $3 billion and has hundreds of millions of people on it every day. That's because of the crowd. So excuse me if I say thank you to the people who financially make this possible and support this channel by sharing and liking to make our growth possible. Whether you're a monthly donor or a one-time donor or a Rumble Rant donor, somebody who's buying stuff off our overstock list or whatever it is, using our promo codes, protected or powered by the people, protected by God. That is what LFA TV started as. That's what it remains today. And by my promise to you, that's the way it will always be. That's why it will always be that way. And ladies and gentlemen, let's bring this up on the screen. Just for a a quick reminder for those jumping in, today at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the slot that is formerly, well, that is Pete Santilli's formerly today because he won't be on today. Uh, Thank you for Pete Santilli for giving up his hour so we could bring in Mike Crispy and Liz Willis live from the 2024 RNC debate stage. We will not be airing the debate here. We will only be airing the one hour of their commentary from Wisconsin, and that will lead directly into my 5 o'clock show. Then at 5, I'll do my show. Culture Wars will come on at 6. Based America will come on at 7. Brave TV will come on at 8. And then at 9 p.m. here on LFA TV, Tucker, Trump, live, right here, hosted by yours truly. So we've got a very important day here on LFA TV today. And if you're just joining in, you get me for two hours because I am filling in for Mike Crispy today because he and Liz Willis and producer Frankie are out there. Me, producer Eli, are holding down the fort here today. Mary, one, two, three, four, five, six, as I have not gotten a shout-out since the backyard days. Well, ladies and gentlemen, start those days over because you just got a shout-out. And I love you. God bless you. All right. Let's get right to it, folks. Let's go to the Lord right now in prayer. And we're going to do that. We had a great rise up this morning talking about how we fight our battles. But today, I'm going to read from the morning version of Jesus Calling, because it's a great message. Entrust your loved ones to me. Now, I know a lot of you have fears about your loved ones not making it to heaven. So do I. So do I. But this is where you must trust them to God, the ones that are listening, and the ones that are not listening. Release them into my protective care. They are much safer with me than in your clinging hands. If you let your loved one become an idol in your heart, you endanger that one as well as yourself. Joseph and his father Jacob suffered terribly because Jacob loved Joseph more than any of his other sons and treated him with special favor. So Joseph's brother hated him and plotted against him. Ultimately, I used this situation for good, but both father and son 
had to endure years of suffering and separation from one another. I detest idolatry, even in the form of parental love. So beware of making a beloved child your idol. When you release loved ones to me, you are free to cling to my hand. As you entrust others into my care, I am free to shower blessings on them. My presence will go with them wherever they go, and I will give them the rest they need. This same presence stays with you as you relax and place your trust in me. Watch to see what I will do. Not what I can do, what I will do. And we talk a lot about this on Rise Up. So ladies and gentlemen, let's now give this time to the Lord. If you're wearing a hat, please remove one. If you've got talk and conversation going on over this show, please silence that now. And let's give our gratitude to our God through Jesus Christ. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You want to know how to fight your battles? Watch Rise Up this morning, and then you'll know, this is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. And you can couple that along with the other song. My battles belong to the Lord, not to us. Our children belong to the Lord, not to us. A very great message today. Okay, everybody, lift up your cups as we now have just crossed 4,000 people watching live. Do not deter. Do not let that deter you from sharing this video out. Liking this video by clicking the thumbs up. If you're on your phone and you're watching the mobile, I mean the, uh, the, the web version on your phone, all you have to do is X out of the chat and there the thumb, thumbs up exists. Click it and then click chat again and your chat will come back up. Let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. This is how I fight my battles. Yeah, baby. Okay. President Trump made remarks from Bedminster, New Jersey last night. Now, this was originally planned for Donald Trump to have a, a basically like a press conference sort of an event where he was going to lay out the fraud in Georgia and he was going to lay out the ultimate reason why at least the case of Jack Smith brought against him federally must be dropped and be dropped right now. There's no need for this to go to court legally because Donald Trump already won. So last night, my good friend, Sean Farish, another one of, good, of our good friends and host of the show Loud Majority, coming on directly after this two-hour special today, um, Kevin Smith and our good friend Paul Ingracia went to this event last night. They had a great time. They got to mingle. They got to talk with Donald Trump. Now, this event last night was very much focused on the political persecution of January 6ers. And the hell that they're enduring. Because the only candidate out there, the only person running for an office that truly cares about what's going on to these political kidnapped prisoners in the D.C. Gulag is Donald Trump. Name me another candidate 
who has given them an ounce of their um, conversation, an ounce of their passion to get them out of there. You go through the line. None of them have. They may have mentioned them, but they don't care. Donald Trump actually cares. That's why he continues to speak about it. That's why he's the only one that said, unless there's a reason not to, a real reason, then I will pardon every single one of them. They are prisoners of war. And this war is waged on us by our own tyrannical government. Again, if you're just joining in, we're going to ask that you please share. We have a two-hour special here today. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to play you all, since we have so much time, I'm going to play you all four and a half minutes of this video. Remarks from Trump last night. In case you missed it, you come here to get it. Roll it. It's a very sad time for our country. And uh, the good news is we looked at polls today. The polls are the biggest I've ever seen. Nobody's ever seen anything like it because the country understands it. And the country understands exactly what you're going through and what these incredible young boys are going through behind me. And uh, just so unfair. It's so unfair. You know, it'd be one thing if uh, everybody were treated equally. If uh, That's right. What happened? I mean, death in Portland, death in Seattle, death uh, in Minnesota. Minneapolis, it was like unbelievable. They took over the police station. Uh, the fire it was like unbelievable. Remember the, uh, the guy from CNN? Sean oh, is right the, here. Uh, <laughs> 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 and behind it, the entire skyline was on fire. really become an enemy of this country, I'll tell you, because they don't want to tell the truth. When you see all the things, all the theft and everything else that you're watching from this administration, and they don't want to report it. Now it's starting, it's getting so bad now they're almost having to, but they're being forced to. Uh, we are gonna work very hard on getting elected and people that have been treated unfairly are gonna be treated extremely, extremely, extremely fairly. Yeah. And we're gonna take care of a situation that is a, is a really, a bad mark on our country. What's taken place in the last period of time, and you've suffered gravely. Uh, and I didn't even know. You know, Cynthia doesn't say, I'm coming here. Could you be? She didn't ask me to be here. But I heard that you were here, and I said, let's go. I'm going up. I want to say hello to those people. Those are great people with great families. And uh, is that Louis Gohmert? Yeah, we went conditions that people with Marjorie and the group Marjorie Telegreen, who's terrific, by the way. Not but, really. Uh, not really. Incredible not really. I hope you're going to run for office. Uh, some office. Just any office. It's very interesting. Uh, now, he's loved in Texas, but he's loved far beyond Texas. So I just uh, want to let you know I'm with you. We're going to do something. and not going to let this happen. This is a... Uh, outrageous situation. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. And talked about all over the world, by the way. Talked about all over the world. You know, when other countries are justifying that they do bad things, they talk about this. Don't They say, don't talk about us. Take a look at what you're doing. So we're going to be working with all of you, and uh, we're going to... First, we have to get elected. We've got to get elected. Yes! <laughs> fascist country. This is almost like a fascist. Yes. Yeah. I don't even think the word almost is a good word, but this has really become a country, Louis, like you and I have never seen before. This is not our country. 
And when you look at what they've done just to the people in this room, to the families in this room, to these beautiful young guys behind me, uh, it's, uh, it's incredible. And uh, you're going to be very proud of your, your parents and your family and everything else. It's what you've, what you've suffered. It's just ridiculous. But it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, he tells them. I love that. You're looking kids, by the way. I want to get off the stage. I don't want them standing. Trump doesn't look so good anymore. So enjoy Bedminster. Have a good time. Uh, you have with very special people. Many are friends. Many of the people in this room are friends of mine. They become friends of mine. Uh, and Cynthia, just keep up the good work. You're doing fantastic. Lou, I'm so proud that you would be here. And you've been there right from the beginning. Everyone knows it, you know. Everyone knows the real patriots in we this know. country. They we know. know uh, when you look at those poll numbers that came out just a little while ago, you wouldn't believe them. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. I'm running against all these characters. They're in a big debate tomorrow night. Let them have a lot of fun. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to matter. So just take care of yourself. Don't eat too much and have a good time, okay? Thank you. Take care of yourself, don't eat too much, and have a good time. Uh, My favorite part about that is when he looked at those boys. When he looked at those boys, the sons of those political prisoners, and he said, what you're going through is horrible. I think Ron DeSantis would do that. He'd bobble his head and go, you want an autograph? See my wife? Think Nikki Haley would do that? Think Chris Crispy Cream Christie would do that? Hey, what's up, little kid? Go, go get me a donut. And then Donald Trump said to them something that I am sure their mother and them really appreciate. It's bringing tears to my eyes even saying it. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Do you know... How many times in our lives, and I'm sorry if I'm tearing up, but I'm thinking of those kids and what they're going through because of politics and, 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 and because of a hatred for that man so much that these children and other children around the world, around this country, are suffering the same fate. All because of people's hatred for him. And he looked at him and he said, I know what you're going through. Those children will never forget that. He said, I know what you're going through. And then he said the most important thing that anybody could ever say when you need it the most. It's going to be okay. I can't even imagine what those boys went through and what they must have been thinking last night when they went to bed and they said their prayers to God before they went to sleep, they must have thought, thank you for telling me it's going to be okay. The president, the only president that actually cares, looked at me and said everything's going to be okay. He must have filled those children with so much hope. So much hope that Everything will be okay. And I want you to take that today. I really wanted to show that this morning. And I really need you to share, folks. I need you to share like you never shared before. I really wanted to show this video to you today after I saw it. Because 
everything that I saw in that video, what I took away from it the most was what he said to those children. I felt like he was saying it to me too. I felt like he was saying it to you. I felt like he was saying it to Lulu Red. I felt like he was saying it to Terry Sue. I felt like he was saying it to Lauren, Suzanne, Moose for Trump, Snell, Mateo, FL Girl, W. Wilson. I felt like he was saying it's going to be okay. And not like we're going to make them pay. We are going to win. Not a rally cry. Not an inspirational speech. A, a, A statement from the heart. Passion when he said to those boys, look at me, it's going to be okay. Now, us Christians, Barb, Wisconsin, Barb in Wisconsin, it's really hard for me not to get upset that you just asked that question during this time, but I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and respect you. And you said, why did Trump push vaccines? And I'm going to say the same thing to you as I say to everybody else who said this. What was he supposed to do? He was damned if he did. He was damned if he didn't. Either way, do you think he knew that they were going to be this bad? Or do you think he thought that maybe, just maybe, in the face of all that is evil, that maybe, just maybe, people would come together to try to save people in a disease that he didn't understand was going to be as fake or as manufactured as it was? What was he supposed to do? And I'm not mad at you because I know that's an honest question. And that's a question all of us have. But us that are Christians wake up every morning knowing it's going to be okay because we have hope in Jesus Christ. And it was nice that Donald Trump said that last night at such an important event. I want to pull up the rumble chat here, if we can. Perfect. And let's see what our family is saying because it's you that really matters. Stop with the vaccines and blaming Trump. Exactly, Jeremy. Trump didn't mandate it. That's exactly right. Just like he didn't make Ryan Matta take it. He didn't uh, make anybody else take it either. Love Trump and his big heart. Trump is amazing. Not sharing. Hold on. What was that? Hold on. Not sharing. Embarrassing you interjecting comments into videos. Trump never mandated the vaccines. He had no idea. Love you, Jeremy. Thank you. Love you, too. Trump was pushing monoclonal antibodies. He was also pushing ivermectin and other things as well, especially the later, the later into it it got. But he should, he should say he made the mistake. I agree. Mike Pence was in charge of the COVID response team. I've said that before as well. You're exactly right. Talk to Pfizer and Moderna if the vax is bad. That's right. Trump was lied to along with all of us. I'm glad everybody has common sense here. Jeremy, keep doing what you do. Love you and your family. I love you too. I'm glad that there's people in here who have common sense. I'm glad. Now, to put a a better spin on last night, I was so incredibly grateful to have a chance to meet Donald Trump here in New Hampshire a couple months back. And, the, and, and there's a lot of people who fight here every day for Donald Trump. Sean Farish is one of them. And ladies and gentlemen, last night, not only did Sean get to shake the hand of Donald Trump finally, but he got to do his impersonation of Trump for Trump at Bedminster and get an absolute laugh out of the entire room. 
I'm going to play this twice so you can see it and hear it. Pop it on the screen and roll it. Mr. President, <laughs> the people wanted to hear it. They wanted to hear it. You did a fantastic job. <laughs> and I have to say this. I have to say this. We are going to help you win. In a landslide, worse than Chris Christie after a night at Taco Bell. That was awesome. Mr. President, the people wanted to hear it. They wanted to hear it. You did a fantastic job. And I have to say this. I have to say this. We are going to help you win in a landslide worse than Chris Christie after a night at Taco Bell. See, ladies and gentlemen, here's the great thing about what we're all doing here. Now, I know that myself and, and Sean Farish and others are getting the accolades of what you guys are making possible. And I have to tell you, and I'm going to be completely transparent and honest with you. When I got to meet Trump a couple months back, when I gave him that hat that said you can't beat Trump, that was my gesture and a gift from all of you to him. And I wish that it could have been all of you that got to meet him and not me. I wish that it's all of you that get to throw your arms around that man and give him a hug, not us, uh, the hosts of LFA TV. Fortunately for us, that's just the name of the game. We're the ones in the, in, in, in the, in the seats and behind the cameras, so we get to be you know, afforded these opportunities to be able to go meet him. But don't think that you are not on our minds at least mine. I can't speak for everybody else. There's, I have a different relationship with all of you than everybody else does. But just know this. You are on my mind everywhere I go. Every plane ride, every 15, 20-hour drive, every setup, every show, every hour. I know what makes this possible. And I'm not just saying that. So I, I know that it's us that gets these accolades, and I'm so happy for Sean uh, but I would give up everything if, if you guys could uh, experience some of those same moments. But I guess living vicariously through us is, is the, uh, you know, is the best, um, is the next best thing, right? Because it's not just us that should be rewarded with that kind of stuff. You all should be too. And I will do my damnedest to make sure that that's the case as we grow this company and as we grow LFA TV awareness. You have my promise. You have my promise in that. Now, moving on. Here's some good news, but you're going to need to be able to read between the lines to understand why this is good news, okay? Jack Smith has ended the D.C. grand jury investigation into Trump's classified documents case. Now, why is that important? Two reasons. Number one, it should have been ended when the indictment was handed down. The day that the grand jury handed down the indictment and passed that along, their job is done. So number one, that grand jury investigation should have been ended when Trump was indicted for this Mar-a-Lago documents case months ago. Number two, 
that D.C. grand jury is just that. A D.C. grand jury when he was indicted and arraigned in Southern Florida. How is that possible? That's crooked. That's exactly what that is. That's a secret grand jury that you have convened in order to basically be your minions to continue to bring up indictments on people that you want, a revolving door of indictments, your own grand jury at your disposal, which is not the way things are supposed to work here in this constitutional republic. T-Shope, that is a, uh, that's fake news, by the way. The FEMA director being arrested by the Marines. As far as I know, I was looking into that at 2.30 this morning when I saw it drop. And it's only coming from one source and one source only. So as of right now, I have to conclude that that's fake news. The FEMA director being, you know, arrested in the middle of the night by Marines. But I was going to talk about that today. Moving on. That grand jury has now ended because Judge Eileen Cannon came down on the Department of Justice for operating an out-of-district secret grand jury. And it should have been disbanded a long time ago. I love the fact that you guys are saying, Jeremy, you represent us. Well, I appreciate that. And I'm glad you look at it like that. We almost have 5,000 viewers, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for that. Now, Special Counsel Jack Smith, special being the word you want to really focus in on because the man is not very bright, low IQ, very low IQ man. In a court filing... Yesterday, revealed to the D.C. grand jury hearing evidence of Trump's classified documents case had ended, and he's disbanding that grand jury. Jack Smith used that D.C. grand jury, and a radical Marxist Obama-appointed D.C. judge, Beryl Howell, in the classified documents case before quietly moving, roving down to Florida to file the charges, not knowing by random, God is on the move, on the move. Hallelujah. That Judge Eileen Cannon would be the random judge picked to oversee the whole thing, who's arguably the only judge worth a damn in the federal uh, court uh, in that region. Thank you, Bet Joe. Thank you. I am happy. I am happy because I know you can't beat God, and I know that we are on the, on the track. Okay? Now, in fact, Judge Howell previously ordered Trump's lawyer, Evan Corcoran, to testify before the grand jury in the special counsel Jack Smith's investigation into the Mar-a-Lago case. Judge Howell flipped Trump's own lawyer, Eric Corcoran, or Corcoran, into a witness when she obliterated Trump's attorney client privilege in a ruling. Earlier this month, Judge Eileen Cannon blasted Jack Smith. I read that exact ruling to you when that happened, and now Jack Smith has removed that grand jury. Now, here is something very important that you, you guys need to understand, and I am not only going to thank Paul and Gracia for sending me this last night, but I also probably have more knowledge of this than any of you watching. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying that because if you want to know how I am justified in speaking on this, how I am qualified in speaking on this, I want you to know that I went through this in the legal court system myself. And that is double jeopardy. Double jeopardy. Jack Smith's January 6th case against Donald Trump must be dropped immediately. It must be ruled invalid by a judge immediately and how I didn't think of this until Paul brought this to my attention last night I don't know because I have actual experience in this field everybody here knows that I am a felon 
Everybody knows here that I was in prison. Everybody knows here my story. But what only half of you probably know is that my experience in the double jeopardy realm. When I got out of prison, February 1st, 2001. No, yes, February 1st, 2001. I got out with every expectation that there was going to be somebody there to pick me up. I should have known better. I didn't have any family who cared enough about me to do that. So no, there was nobody that I knew that was there to pick me up. But there was somebody there to pick me up. And it was a sheriff. Are we frozen, Eli? What? No, we're good? So there was somebody there to pick me up. And it was a sheriff. I thought I was going to have to walk or take the bus seven hours to get home. But no, the sheriff said, we got you. I said, why are you here? They said, put your hands behind your back. I literally got out of prison and I got arrested by a sheriff in the same 20 minutes. I said, what are you doing? They said, oh, we are trying you in this county for escape. Now, what you guys may not know is the reason why I was in a maximum security prison is because I walked away from a work release camp like an idiot and I got uh, escape charges. And when I, when I was found and rearrested and extradited back to prison, Joliet, Illinois, and Joliet Prison, if you don't know that prison, why don't you watch the beginning of Blues Brothers and you'll know exactly where I'm talking about. They took me back there. And they took me back there and they, get, and they handed down a punishment from the Department of Corrections, which was one year in solitary confinement, which means I had to go to Menard Correctional Facility and do a year in seg, in seg which is solitary confinement. That's where they screwed up because after I got out of prison for that, this county tried to charge me for escape. The day I went to court, the judge said, we have to throw this out. This is double jeopardy. My lawyer, by the way, who was a public defender is the one who brought that up. I didn't understand what that meant at that time. I then I, I quickly learned that double jeopardy means you cannot be tried and convicted and disciplined for the same crime twice. Jack Smith is trying to try and convict Donald Trump in the January 6th case for something that he's already been tried in the House of Representatives for and acquitted in the Senate. He cannot go through the same disciplinary action twice. It is absolutely illegal to do so. I personally know what this feels like with my butt on the line. They wanted 10 years for escape. Thank God the Department of Corrections disciplined me internally and put me in solitary confinement for a year rather than me get that conviction from the county uh, that wanted to bring the charges against me. So I very much understand double jeopardy. And this case is double jeopardy if I've ever seen it. There is no new evidence in this case that would entail them charging him for these charges. If there is new evidence, it would be misdemeanor evidence at most. So ladies and gentlemen, by the court of law, by the Constitution, by everything, I know that goes out the window in these lower courts, but this is double jeopardy at the highest, at the highest. And Donald Trump will get this case thrown out. That is what he was going to end with last night per inside information. So ladies and gentlemen, on this show, 
We like to celebrate when good things happen. Roll it. Celebrate those good times, baby. God is on the move. Hallelujah. Annie, yes, I was in Stateville for one week. I was in Stateville prison for one week. I was in Joliet, Statesville, Menard Correctional Center, John, uh, 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 Johnson Correctional Facility, and... Oh, not Johnson, Robinson Correctional Facility. And then there was another one over by East St. Louis. I can't remember the name of it. They pushed us around everywhere. You guys got to understand something. In the state of Illinois, when I was in jail, there was two... Uh, the two money, the two biggest money-making businesses in the state of Illinois were prisons and riverboat casinos. Prisons and riverboat casinos. So you are truly a commodity. You are a product if you are a prisoner. You are a number. K65989. Now, I'm not going to do a break and do a commercial break for a sponsor until we start the second hour because I've got so much news to go through. All right. Jeremy, is his impeachment the same as him being charged federally? Yes, it is. It doesn't matter. It's being it's whether it's charges or whether it's an internal impeachment and and, and, and a uh, exoneration or a, a conviction in the Senate. It's still being tried um, for a same crime. It's being punished for a crime or for an action. So, yes, it would still matter. It would still matter. Somebody's asking, what did I do? Oh, my Lanta. Uh, must be a newbie. Uh, that's uh, a, a story for another date, but people in here could probably tell you. Nothing bad, nothing drug-related, nothing violent, nothing like that. Just a bunch of stupid stuff all added up together. And boy, am I glad Jesus saved my life. We've got 4,900 people watching. I want to say thank you to each and every one of you. Please for, don't for, uh, do not forget to give us a thumbs up, like this video, and let's move on. Now, Fox News is throwing an absolute temper tantrum, ladies and gentlemen. I told you yesterday, and I briefly said this because we were running out of time yesterday, so I want to bring you back to what I was talking about. Fox News is not allowing any of Trump's surrogates, that means Carrie Lake, who's going to be there, Donald Trump Jr., or anybody else, to be in the spin room to give any kind of uh, commentary on behalf of Donald Trump because Donald Trump decided to not show up. And now Donald Trump will actually be doing uh, Tucker, a Tucker interview, which we will be airing here on LFA TV tonight at 9 p.m. So, you know, Fox News is going to be is throwing a temper tantrum. And because of this, because no, we are boycotting the actual debate itself, not the lead up to the debate when Mike Crispy is going to be there, but because so many people are boycotting this, Fox News is throwing a temper tantrum, and now they are literally banning and barring Fox or Trump surrogates from being in the spin room. In a controversial move, Fox News has decided to ban surrogates from, uh, for former President Donald J. Trump from the spin room following the first Republican primary debate. In a memo obtained by The Hill yesterday, that's where I got it, Fox News told Republican campaigns that only surrogates for candidates who are participating in the debate, you know, everybody trying to get the, you know, the first loser place, will be granted automatic credentials for the post-debate spin room. This means that Donald Trump, as well as candidates who do not meet the criteria to be on the stage, will not have automatic access to the media area. Now, uh, Carrie Lake's going to be there on behalf of Donald Trump. I'd like to, I'd like to see you try to keep cameras out of her face. 
Who the hell is going to care about what goes on in the spin room when the cameras are on Kerry Lake outside of the debate? These people are so stupid. Oh, somebody said they changed their minds. Oh, they've now changed their minds. Is that the new, is that the new update? Well, we're, I'm getting word in the chat that they have changed their minds. Now, I have not seen that, but that's what I'm getting word in the chat. So that's interesting. And I'll bet you it's because Carrie Lake went on TV last night and said, doesn't matter. I'm going to be there. So do what you got to do, but I'm going to be there. And as, a first, as, a, uh, as an American citizen, somebody there representing Donald Trump, we have a First Amendment right to be in that spin room. We are the leading candidate by more than any other person has ever been leading anybody in the history of United States politics. Think about that. Donald Trump is leading by more than anybody has ever led anybody in American politics in the history of our country. What does that tell you? Donald Trump is actually leading by what they told you Hillary Clinton was leading by. Now, we know that Fox News is nothing but a bunch of cowards. And we know that Kevin McCoward, Kevin McCarthy, is nothing but a coward because he only goes on Fox News. Have you ever seen Kevin McCarthy go on any other news station to give an interview? Not anymore. He only goes on Fox News because that's where he knows he's protected. So he goes on Fox News last night to basically tell you that he has no plans to impeach Biden. Now, this is a 12-minute, ridiculously boring interview that nobody wants to watch, but I'll play a couple minutes of it for you since I got a two-hour special today. Roll it. Uh, Mr. McCarthy, thank you for your time, sir. We appreciate it. Boo. Boo. Thank you and belated happy birthday. I hope you had a great birthday this weekend. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Um, I want to get to Bidenomics. I want to get to student loans. I want to get to a whole bunch of things, but... Uh, The first one I want to take up, we've had quite a lot of discussion about it, and that is um, uh, potential impeachment inquiry. Uh, As you know, the whole deal in Wilmington, Delaware has fallen apart. Now we have a special prosecutor, this uh, David Weiss, who many people think is part of the problem, certainly not the solution. If you could just give us your thinking on an impeachment inquiry, Mr. Speaker. Well, thank you, Larry. And to, to all your viewers, remember... The only reason you know of all this information is because we took the majority and we're holding the administration accountable. It is appalling of what we have learned. It is different than what President Biden had told us. He told us he had never talked to his son about any business dealings, that he's never been involved in his family's business, that they never received any money from China. We now learn while he was vice president, the family created 20 shell companies. They did receive more than a million dollars from China, and he did call into the business meetings, and he did go to dinners. These dinners were very profitable. Uh, They got a new Porsche. They got $3.5 million. But the really most compelling thing here is there's somebody left. We wanted to have a special prosecutor back in February, but we were told by Garland that there was no need for one. David Weiss told us he could do it if he wanted. But what he has told us privately with the IRS agents and what he told publicly along with the Attorney General Garland Somebody is lying in this process. And the only thing I realize here is the only stories that have not changed are the whistleblowers from the IRS. Okay, boom. Stop it right there. I'm not going to put you through through any more of that snooze fest. First of all, here's what I would like to see the 20 start to do. I don't want to see you out that door, baby. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. The next thing I want to say about Kevin McCarthy is you are nothing but a... I'm a loser. 
I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. I know that you probably weren't actually listening to the words from that coward that were coming out of his weak mouth across that weak tongue through his weak, precious little girl-like lips, his Frank Luntz lips. <laughs> Gay boy. Anyway, he admitted, admitted to that loser Fox News host that they lied and that they broke the law. They lied and they broke the law. But he's not planning any impeachment. We've got all this information that they lied under oath and broke the law. I don't know I know I don't know where you go from there. I don't know where you go from there. They lied and they broke the law. Okay. There you go. That's it. End of story. We don't need to have, even say anymore. You just admitted that they lied and broke the law. So can we, can we impeach? No. Nope. I'm not going to play the rest for you because it's absolutely worthless. And they're not going to, they don't, they don't, they have no, they have no desire. Kevin McCarthy has no desire to start an impeachment process. So if lighting up Kevin McCarthy doesn't work, then maybe we need to tell these 20 Matt Gates included, as much as I love him, that we will do everything we can to make sure you do not win another election in your district if you do not get rid of this man now or at least start the process of motioning to vacate the chair. Maybe that's what we do because I don't want to, I don't want to uh, embody the definition of insanity here. I don't want to continue to try to do the same thing over and over again the same way and expect a different result. That goes to show you how much of a loser that man is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our first break here as we are 54 minutes in. We have a two-hour special. We are not leaving you, so please do not leave us during this next hour. If you can stay and watch us, I would appreciate it. Make sure if you're just coming in to give us that thumbs up. It pushes us up the leaderboard. Make sure to share out the video. Even if you just share it to one place, it helps out. I want to talk about the first sponsor of our show today, and that is CB Distillery, ladies and gentlemen, because today, let's see, what is the date today? Today is the 23rd. You only have until tomorrow to get 50% off the summer sale at CB Distillery. And you do that by going to cbdistillery.com and using the promo code RUMBLE. Normally, you use the promo code LFA, but because it's 50% off. Now, I got something here from them. And I want to read the exact words. CBDistillery.com is having a huge end of summer sale and Rumble fans get the exclusive offer. Right now you can get up to 50% off everything when you use the promo code Rumble. So that means not everything will be 50% off, but there's a sale on everything and you can get up to 50% off on so much of the stuff there. So if you're looking for a better way of living, if you're living for a better plant-powered wellness way of living instead of buying the over-the-counter pharmaceutical crap that you filled up your, that one, that one uh, cupboard in the kitchen or your medicine cabinet, there is so many different products here on, on CB Distillery that can take the place of that and that will make you feel 100 times better and that won't make you feel like you're addicted to having ibuprofen every two hours because you have arthritis or because you have a back pain. 
It doesn't, we don't have to do that stuff. And I'm going to show you videos a little later in the show about two other sponsors of ours that people are begging for in the real world right now. And we were ahead of the game, bringing them on because we knew we were going to get to this point and we knew we were going to have to shop differently and alternatively and locally. And this is another business that you can do that with up to 50% off everything on the, st- on the site today. Ladies and gentlemen, cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com, promo code RUMBLE. Now, 4,800 people watching. I want to thank each and every one of you. I want you. I want to quote this for you. Ready? It was so easy to get into the United States of America. Who don't you want to say that to? Or who don't you want saying that to you? I don't know. Anybody that doesn't come here legally? Quote, it was so easy to get into the United States. Illegal aliens just waltz right through the border today. They don't care about the app. They don't care about claiming asylum unless they actually want money, in which that's how... Here's the thing. If these illegal aliens have... have, uh, have um, if, they're, if they're coming over here to family, and they're coming... Some are coming over, and they've got something lined up, job and everything like that. Very few. But most of them are saying, hey, I can come in, and I can claim asylum, and I can get money from these taxpayers, be put up in these hotels, get these Obama phones, just absolutely love it. But if they don't want to go through the process, if they're here for something illegally, if they're bringing in, uh, if they're human trafficking or if they're bringing in um, fentanyl for the cartels, they can just walk right in and nobody even cares. And they're admitting it now. It's so easy to get to the United States of America, they're saying. Nothing like our journey through Mexico. That part was hard. I thought it was going to be more security. This is a statement by an illegal alien entering Arizona. Let me repeat what he said. It's nothing like our journey through Mexico. That was the hard part. I thought there was going to be more security at the border. It seems tougher to get into Mexico than it is to get into the United States of America. It, and if it wasn't easy enough already, officials in Arizona have given the green light to every illegal from Mexico to China by literally welding the doors to the state open. You know those big gates that Ryan Matta and Ben Berkham have been showing you? Yeah, they're welding them open now. So not only are they not closing the gaps in the border, not only have they auctioned off all of the material that they've let rot in the desert, the Biden administration just auctioned it off. Instead of continuing the wall or instead of filling the gaps in the wall, now they're literally opening the gates of the wall and welding them open so that people can pour in. And you don't call this a great replacement. You don't call this an invasion. They're freaking welding them open. 12-foot doors. The state of Arizona is welding the doors open. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. put out a tweet that said, mainstream media hasn't gotten the wake-up call yet. But this ABC affiliate reporter Mark Phillips News is paying attention to my calls for a secure humanitarian border policy. I'm going to put the cartels out of business. Yeah, we get that, RFK. And thank you for being a Democrat that actually has got a brain. But we've been trying to do this for years. Oh, we're exposing the open border. Who is? Who's exposing that open border? Ben Berkwam exposed that open border. LFA TV exposed that open border. Ryan Matta is exposing that open border. 
But these are soldiers coming in to absolutely take over this country and ultimately kill each and every one of you or enslave you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this right now. Nobody has ever said this the way I just said that. These are potential and future soldiers coming in that will not only take the place of our law enforcement agencies, but they will also be recruited into our military because we can't recruit Americans anymore because nobody wants a piece of their garbage. They defunded the police so that police would not join the police force so they could put illegals in this place. They're doing it in Illinois. They turned every person into the military into a trans weirdo, and they literally made it so nobody wanted to join the military, and they're going to be putting these illegal aliens into those military spots. These will be future soldiers and police officers that will either enslave you or kill you. I am telling you that's their plan. That is their plan. That is why they're doing this. And to make billions in the process off human trafficking of migrant children, which they're holding in concentration camps, that we broke the story on on LFA TV rolling. You know what I mean? Yeah, Everything I well. is on the Very table. Well Very well like said. people keep bringing up those adrenic, adenochrome or whatever, yeah. right? And, uh, you know, nothing has been ruled out at all. And we've seen the grossest insanities in the last three years that are just over the top stuff that even I would call conspiracy right, theory. Right. I say even I because I've seen yeah, a lot of this world. Shit. I've been to India. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like I've seen a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. And uh, one of the things I learned about traveling in India is everything is subject to being a lie and everything is subject to being truthful, right? You know yep. what I mean? You just can't discount everything, anything, until you, until you really look into it. And, and that's the way it has become in the United States. Nothing is too over the top, okay. right? Uh, it's not too over, to t over the top to think that, that some of these children are in these facilities like Walmart and are being, uh, their blood types and their... Uh, the genetic makeups and whatnot are being uh, are being examined, and that they are being parted out for organ transplants. How would we know? We yeah. don't know who the kids are in there. They're just literally products. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Michael Yan that he's talking to. Michael Yan, you all know who he is. He's fighting hard for the border. Just wanted to lay that out there. Bizarre, right? And uh, they know they're doing dirt. They know they're criminals. They're straight up criminals. Yes. Let's just call them what they are. I, I mean, uh, that there's the difference between criminals and convicted criminals. They may not have been convicted, but that doesn't make them not. You're, the moment you rob a bank, you're a criminal. You're just not convicted yet, right? Yeah. These people that are doing this are doing criminality in mass, right? It, it's uh, it's just uh, over the top. It's the kind of stuff that movies are made of mm -hmm. and the kind of stuff that books are written about. Sound right? of freedom. And in and, and the future, people would say, we would never do something that stupid. And then they will again, right? This is clear nation-level child trafficking. But what's happening to the kids? What happens to them when they turn 18? What are they yes. banished to? Very good question. And what's funny is and how that we kind of got in this conversation was when Carlos... I asked him, I said, Carlos, when these kids are five months or two years old and they can't talk and they can't recognize anybody and they're coming across the border without a parent, how, how is that baby getting to the adult? And he goes, well, a lot of times they'll, they'll come across the border with a phone number stapled to the child's shirt. So I go, what does that mean? He goes, well, they call the number and if somebody answers and says they're expecting a child or they're something of, related to a child, we deliver it to that person. They, they get their number, where do you live? Where can we bring the child? Your name, your information. It could be Joe Blow. Can you send us a photo? So this person's literally, could have any fake ID, could have any fake document, 
and they send it to them and then they i don't know what checks they're doing but it doesn't seem like much because they were literally giving kids over to the wrong people where we have documented emails from the executive saying that hey. and again ladies and gentlemen i know that if you've been watching ryan matt at 2 p.m here on lfa tv matt a fact is the name of his show then you've been getting this every single day but for those of you who don't watch his show you have to understand what he uncovered down there and you have to understand that he is the first person to get drone footage excuse me of the child concentration camps that they're talking about now i know most of you have seen this but a lot of you haven't yet they're getting 630 dollars a day for each kid that they keep in captivity and they move them around because they can only be at a place for a certain amount of days and then they pack them up and they move them to another place until somebody comes and pays for them and buys them logan asked me jeremy have you been to the border yes i have i have physically with my own eyes saw rape dens I have physically, with my own eyes, seen toddlers, underwear, with blood in them, lotions and Vaselines used, and you can only imagine which way, shape, or form. I saw skeletons. I saw literally human remains. I saw cartel on the other side of the Rio Grande waving guns at me as to say, we're here and we see you. Yeah, I've been to the border. And that is why when I was running for office here, which I couldn't do a good job of because I was so busy doing LFA TV, which that's not an excuse. But when I was running for office here, and I was in a debate with the other candidates and I brought up what was the tragedy that was going on at the southern border and I looked in the crowd when I brought it up and I know you've heard me say this a million times I know I'm like the old man who tells the same story over and over again but the liberal Marxists in that crowd rolled their eyes at me as if I didn't know what the H-E double hockey sticks I was talking about and that made me mad that made me so mad that night I almost walked out of that debate because I'm like, you've not seen what I've seen. You've, you don't know what I know. You have zero idea. You think the southern border invasion is a conspiracy theory because you're too stupid and brainwashed to open your eyes and ears. Oh, and just by the way, while I was in that debate, I was the only Republican that said I stand up for full baby human rights. And a no abortion for any reason whatsoever. The only Republican. Every other Republican up there gave this answer. You ready? And I know this answer specifically and perfectly because they wanted me to recite it word for word. The Republican Party here. Here's how you answer the question in a debate or when you're asked about abortion so that you don't turn a voter away. I said, excuse me? What are you talking about? I'm not giving that answer. And they're like, well, this is the only way that we, this is the best way we found out to give the answer. You want to know what the answer was? Here's the answer. We have the majority here in New Hampshire. Republican Party does. But they're all like Sununu ass kissers anyway and DeSantis lovers. Right. They said, this is how you answer. 
since we have the Republican majority here, we have already litigated this in Congress and we have already come up with a plan moving forward that both the Democrats and the Republicans can agree on, and that is no abortion after 12 weeks. Up to 12 weeks, but that's the hard stop. And that's what we've all agreed on. And that's the answer you get because that says that we can work across the aisle and we've already worked with the Democrats and we've already worked with the pro-choice people and we've come up to an agreement that we can all live with. Uh-huh, 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 except for me. I didn't agree to that. I don't, I, I don't, want, I don't agree with that at all. Yeah, but this is how you can keep voters coming your way and how you don't turn any voters away. You said, I said, you think I give a damn about a voter leaving or coming based on the fact that I can agree to a child being murdered up to three months? No, I'll pass. Thanks. And so I stood up there on that debate stage. And when that question came my way, I was the last one, believe it or not, I was the last one. Everybody in there, in the uh, in front of me, gave their answer. You know the Democrats gave the answer: kill the baby, kill the baby, kill the baby. Republicans gave that t- same exact. T- oh, I'm going to say the same answer as he did. Oh, I'm going to say the same answer. Or oh, I'm going to say the same answer as he did. And what about you, the last Republican running for the uh, for the uh, the the rep- state representative position? What do you do? You are you concur with the your Republican colleagues? Uh, no, I do not. No, I do not. No abortion for any reason ever. Sorry. That's just where I stood. Now, you may not even agree with that, but that's where I stood. And I'm not just going to, I'm not, no, just no. Now, getting back to the southern border. You don't think that China is running this operation? You don't think that China is absolutely sitting there like this? Yes, yes, that our southern border looks like this? You don't think that that fentanyl that's killing every American, you don't think that fentanyl that killed my my wife's sister came from China. Check this out. Another reason we don't let our children have every iPad and iPhone in the world. Customs and Border Protection seized nearly $400,000 worth of fake Apple watches and fake Apple AirPods from Hong Kong. Do you know that most of the memory cards that you buy are tainted memory cards? Did you know that? Did you know if you go to Walmart right now and buy like uh, memory cards to put in your camera or your phone or whatever, nine times out of 10, they're from China. And do you know that when I worked in IT, that we would not partner with anybody to protect their um, infrastructure, their precious and sensitive information, if they used any memory cards in any of their buildings that were from China? Do you know why? Because they're tainted. And that information goes back to China somehow, some way, especially if it's a memory card inside of a device that's attached to the internet. Did you know that? Did you know that our company would also not do any kind of infrastructure IT security for anybody that had drones. So if any business used drones for anything, like geographical businesses, people that do landscaping and stuff like that, if they use drones to survey areas, we would not do businesses with them 
We would not do business with them if their drones were from China. Do you want to know why? Because 90% of the drones that you're flying from China are transmitting information back to China, which is why I didn't understand why they needed this, the, uh, the, the, the balloon, the spy balloon, until I remembered that you are not allowed to fly drones over secure military bases. But you can fly a spy balloon that's miles in the sky. This is all stuff that I brought with me from my previous career. So when you find $400,000 worth of iPads and iPad, I this and I that, fake from China, and they're going to be in the hands of 400,000 United States individuals, whoo! Ladies and gentlemen, China is eating our lunch like you would never believe. Not only that, we would not do, uh, we would not secure anybody's um, informational infrastructure if they were a hospital or they were a healthcare facility that used like um, any devices in the hospital. And if they were made in China, we would make them replace them. So, ladies and gentlemen, this security technology that we have in this country is able to stop this kind of stuff, but, it's, but we're not. Our government doesn't give a rat's you-know-what that people are getting their, their hands on fake iPads and fake this and fake that just so they can transmit everything that you do back to China. Drones, memory cards, devices... You got to be very, very careful about what you use, folks, because it's bad. $400,000 worth of iPads and stuff from China confiscated at the southern border. Moving on, we're going to move up to Pennsylvania for a minute because we all know that there is a lot of fraud happening up in Pennsylvania, and that that state was stolen big time in the middle of the night from Donald Trump. A conservative group there has now filed a lawsuit to secure the military votes in Pennsylvania— and prevent voter fraud. This is a great story, and we're going to get into it right now. For three years, the Gateway Pundit has been reporting on a stolen military ballots during the 2020 election. The Gateway Pundit reported this stolen military ballot problem in Michigan, Georgia, and Arizona. But now one organization is fighting back to secure the votes from our, for our military personnel and their families. And they filed a lawsuit yesterday to prevent the left from stealing votes by our military personnel. On Tuesday, the law firm of Mormon and Cardo and Erickson sued the state of Pennsylvania Department of State for violating federal election law leading into the dilution of United States military votes. So all of you who live in the state of Pennsylvania and and other states too, because we're going to want to do this in other states, we're going to mirror this. Eric Cardell announced yesterday that PA Fair Elections filed a complaint against the Pennsylvania Department of State alleging violations of federal federal election laws, the Help America Vote Act of 2002, was passed to establish minimum standards for the administration of federal elections, including the requirement for verification of identity and eligibility for individuals who seek to vote in federal elections. Many states have verification requirements far beyond the low minimum standard set by HAVA, which is the American Vote Act, okay, the Help uh, America Vote Act. 
but no state can legally implement a lesser standard. Unfortunately, the Pennsylvania Department of State has done just that. Through unlawful guidance, the DOS instructed election officials to violate HAVA and risks the dilution of military votes by allowing ineligible individuals to receive and vote in absentee overseas ballots. By submitting this complaint, the plaintiffs are seeking to compel the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania to protect the rights of military voters. As the U.S. Supreme Court has stated, the right to vote can be denied by, dis, uh, by debasement or dilution of the weight of the citizen's vote just as effectively as, the whole, as by wholly prohibiting the free exercise of franchise. As a combat veteran, I can't think of a higher priority that protecting the vote of the men and women who serve in our military and to do this right now. So ladies and gentlemen, Pennsylvania, you're still fighting the good fight. You have people there fighting for your military votes. Continue to fight that good fight. And if there's anything that we can do, we know that we've got Wendy and so many others out there fighting so hard. We do what we can to help, and we'll pray that this continues. We'll pray that all election security efforts from here, from the past, from today, and moving into 2024, help minimize the cheating that the Democrats are already engaged in. But you know that they know that they can't cheat on that level again, which is why they're trying to jail him. And if they can't jail him, they're going to try to get him banned off the, off of the, uh, off the ballot because they know they cannot do the mail-in ballot. They know they can't do the ballot harvesting to win anymore. It's not going to be enough because we're in that game now. So you have to say, how do we know they're not going to cheat? Well, we know they're cheating. How do we know they're not going to cheat enough to win? Because if they knew they could, they wouldn't be trying to jail him and they wouldn't be trying to get him off of the ballot starting in California. That's our insurance. Okay? Reading between the lines. Now I want to take a minute to show you a beautiful video of Antifa clashing with police and police actually having the you-know-what to stand up and bash back and arrest these losers. But I thought Antifa was just an idea. Hmm. Check it out. And this violence and this oppression is just a testament to the fact that we are moving closer to liberation. And then we're all liberating. Our ability to express our gender is not an infringement on anybody. So protect our kids. Protect all of our kids. There is no effort to disperse the other side. You can see that it is us, the queer folks, and their allies that are being suppressed by the state. Suppressed by the state, this is Tonga territory. I want to say that I want to say a prayer. I'm an indigenous person. I'm Chirikawa, Patrick, oh, shut up. generation Tonga territory. Shut up. I'm an indigenous person and I am queer. I want to say a prayer. I want to pray. I want to say an indigenous prayer. Indigenous prayer. <laughs> 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 Bash her in the head. Bash him.
We are queers on indigenous land, Eli. We are queers on indigenous land. You're queers on American soil. Doesn't matter where you're standing, you're still queer. Stop being queer, number one. How about be normal? How about being American on American soil? We are queers on indigenous land. I don't even know what that means. Bash in the head. Stop oppressing us. Don't know what that means. Bash in the head. Don't oppress the queers and the gays. Let's say an indigenous prayer. Bash in the head. It's like whack-a-mole. I think the police need to start playing whack-a-mole with these losers. How about you? Let's pull up the rumble chat. We've got time. We're doing a two-hour special today. Pull up the rumble chant, uh, chat. Bash him in the head or let him go. Ricky says, LMAO, stop being queer. <laughs> They're hardly oppressed. Amen. Amen. They don't like when the tables are turning. Yeah, the tables are turning too. Queers on U.S. soil, dumb. <laughs> this is America. Stop being queer. <laughs> Batter up, losers. Bash, bash, bash in the head. Jeremy, is that Portland? No, that's actually L.A. That was L.A. because there was a big, there was a big, uh, there was a big uh, parade for, for life, for, for keeping uh, LGBT people, our uh, hands off of our children and, uh, and, for, and for life and for children being born. And it was actually Muslims and Christians coming together once again. T-shirt, stop being queer. <laughs> Eli, <laughs> we need to stop being queer T-shirt. Imagine how many physical fights you'd get in a day if you wore that stop being queer T-shirt. Oh, my lanta. Yes, thank you. Uh, Suzanne is posting some great links in there, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you follow her. Uh, so many idiots. Uh, and the point was, uh, I guess that they're a queer and on indigenous land. I, I, I just don't know. I just don't know. Somebody said, I'd wear it. Would you wear a stop being gay t-shirt or a stop being queer t-shirt? I'd wear it. Let's see how many people would wear it. Should it be stop being gay or stop being queer? Probably stop being gay would be better because most people used to say, you know, like that's gay. You know, for saying that sucks or something. Oh, that's gay. Uh, yes, I'd wear it. I'd wear it. Yes, yes, yes. Stop being pride. Well, that'd be a, prop. That'd be a good one, too. Uh, no, queer. Uh, yes, yes, queer. <laughs> you know what we could do? We could just say, we could uh, put a shirt with all the rainbow colors and say, stop being gay, queer, lesbian, bi, gay, stop being LGBTQ, right? Eli, that's it, that's it right there. We say stop being at the top of the shirt, right? And then dot, dot, dot. And then down the side, it says LGBTQ in all of the rainbow letters, that they, or all the rainbow colors that they have, all six, not seven, by the way. And then we just write the word out. Stop being lesbian. Stop being gay. Stop being bi. Stop being trans. Stop being queer. Stop being pride. Stop being, just stop being right? Because you're not born that way. Eli, that's it. Stop being LGBTQ. That's the shirt. And I'm going to wear it proudly with, with real pride. <laughs> not that kind of pride. I mean, you get what I'm saying, right? The alphabet mafia is coming for LFA TV, folks. We are retaining 4,400 people through this second hour, ladies and gentlemen. If you're just joining, please know that at 4 p.m. today, we are going to be airing one hour special 
Mike Crispy, Liz Willis, and producer Frankie are on the ground in Wisconsin. They will be giving us a one-hour um, commentary. Excuse me. From the RNC debate of losers. And then we'll get right back into our regularly scheduled programming of Live from America. But then at 9 p.m. tonight, here, live on LFA TV, there it is, Trump Tucker. The interview is on tonight and we will be airing it here. I'm coming back to work at 9 p.m. tonight. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, give me an amen for that. Give me a share for that. Give me a like for that. I got to come back to work at 9 p.m. tonight to air this. Ain't no rest for the righteous. You know that song, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked? It should be, Ain't No Rest for the Righteous. God's word grows on trees. I got shows to host. I got mouths to feed. And ain't nothing in this world for free. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no rest for the righteous. We need to remake that song, Eli. But all right, as we are 25 minutes past the hour, let's uh, take this time to take a quick, quick break and go and highlight our next sponsor of the show, another one that's been here for quite some time, and that's GoldCo. Goldco GoldCo.com, ladies and gentlemen, for all your precious metals, for all your precious metal IRAs, for all of your security and and whatever's left of your 401k or your, or your, um, or your, your, retirement if you even have one anymore i don't know some of you still have one but folks now's the time and i'm not saying now's the time for you to do it now's the time for you to have the conversation with them you've been putting it off for too long have the conversation if it makes sense then it makes dollars if it doesn't then it's not for you but at least have the conversation don't just be that person that continues to sit back and say, well, my 401k looked better last month well my 401k looked better that month the 401k looked better that month Stop doing that. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and praying for a different outcome. So ladies and gentlemen, goldco.com slash live. Have a conversation because nothing can happen. You'll lose 100% of the opportunities you don't take. And while you're not taking them, Vladimir Zelensky is taking your money. Goldco.com slash live or call 855-559-3433 or if you go to goldco.com, you have a chat right here. Look at this. Boom, chat comes up, and they'll talk to you right there. Proud sponsor of LFA for over a year now. Proud sponsor of LFA. All right, as we are retaining over 4,300 people, I'm going to ask that you please give us a like and a share as we go and we watch a very, very, very painful, painful video to watch, and that is Oprah Winfrey pretending like she gives a good you-know-what about anything that happens in Hawaii as her billion dollar lifestyle remains the same but it's not that why I'm playing this for you listen for a minute another week we got through it and some improvements a lot of people got moved from shelter space to hotels this week here in Maui and uh, I started the week visiting pop-up shelter hubs where canned goods clothes and diapers and other useful items were being manned by a lot of really committed volunteer community leaders and each hub i asked people tell me what you need at one they said they needed solar powered generators whoa so i spent most of the week trying to locate solar powered generators. ladies and gentlemen does that sound familiar 
They need solar power generators, Eli. Does that sound familiar? We've got Oprah Winfrey simping for attention because she couldn't get into the spot to get her, you know, five minutes of fame, 15 minutes of fame down there pretending to help people. But now she's calling for solar power generators. Not to say that Oprah and I agree on anything, but this is why we've been telling you. Because what you just saw happen in Maui is a precursor to the world burning more and more and more and more and more. Now tonight, 5.30, we have a very special guest coming on from Maui in the middle of it all to tell us everything that we have been saying right here on LFA TV just might be true. I cannot stand Oprah, and I cannot stand the fact that she's simping for attention. But we need solar power generators, she said. Now, here's something else that was sent to me last night. Pop this on the screen. Perfect. Roll it. Hello, everyone. I just want to make a PSA of what we need right now ASAP within the next 48 to 72 hours, even sooner if possible. We need air purifiers here for all the residents that are living in Lahaina Luna. We need them ASAP, those household purifiers that they can put in their rooms. There's a lot of people getting sick right now. And you might be asking, why are they even living up there? Well, a lot of them, they need to defend their home and be there physically to protect their home and what they have left. Or they'll lose it. So all those people living up there, including my grandparents, my uncles, my cousins that live up on the street here, people are getting sick. We need air purifiers for their homes. And also, if possible, we set up all these crosses in honor of those who we lost. If we can get some solar lights or someone to help us get lights for these at nighttime. Hello. So... Obviously, these people are suffering and they can't leave their homes or they're going to lose their land. They're just going to take their land, folks. They're just going to take their land. A year ago, the governor there signed something into law that says if the land gets destroyed by natural disaster, then the state can scoop up that land and confiscate it. But what did he just say they needed? Air purifiers for their homes. What are two of the sponsors that I brought on here a year ago, EnviroCleanse, which is coming back, by the way, and we're going to get that free EnviroCleanse out. We know we still got to get it out. EnviroCleanse is coming back, and we have four patriots. What do both of those places offer? Air purifiers that we did send, by the way, to Ohio. We did more for East Palestine, Ohio, than Joe Biden did. And the solar powers. So I, I got both of those videos were sent to me. And they were both sent to me by you guys, by people that in, in the audience. And I said, look at that. Two things that are needed in, these, in, in the world right now, and they don't have them. Thank you, Patsy. God bless you. Oh, thank you for that, for me working overtime tonight. God bless you. Why do they need air purifiers? Because of the smoke that they're inhaling and breathing still. The air is not clean from the smoke. So I just played those for you, just both just so I could show you what these people are in need of and why I brought on the sponsors that I brought. Because I, th- I think a lot of us are going to be in the same situation soon. We're going to have to fight through it. It's going to get rough. But I'd like, us, I'd like to see us prepared rather than not prepared. 
Folks, we have 1,550 likes. Let's see if we can get to 2,000 thumbs up by the end of the show. I want to thank you all for being here. Now, like I said, we have somebody very, a very special guest coming on tonight to really kind of validate for us everything that we've been reporting right here on LFA TV, whether it's true or whether it's just been assumption. But until that, I have to tell you this. The Maui government officials there, they have just banned anybody flying a drone not just now, they banned this during the, during the fires. I didn't know they banned drone operators, but they banned any drones flying over the suspected fire origin zone. Now, why do you suspect they would do that? Why would you suspect that when we're trying to survey the damage, there's people out here trying to help. There's people out here with GoFundMes, Give, Send, Goes. There's people that are trying to send air purifiers. There are people that are sending water purifiers. There's people that are sending money, food, clothing, water, all of that. Why would you ban our ability to see what the hell's going on there when there's no comms coming out of there? Why did you corral everybody into one spot, but you're banning the, the, the idea that somebody could get a picture of it? They don't want footage of what's going cool. They do not want content leaving Hawaii of their debauchery and their evil. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. A licensed drone operator in Maui says his drone was grounded and he was visited by the government officials there because he flew his drone over the suspected origin site of the massive fire that ravaged uh, Lahaina, Lahaina, Maui, killing over 100 you, you think that killed over just 100? We're, four, we're two weeks past the fire. And they visited him and, and basically confiscated his drone. Why? Why? Here's another question I'd like to ask you. And I'm just, hey, if you're talking about critical thinking here and people just having freedom to think here, I have a question. If you've seen forest fires before, they obliterate, incinerate everything in their path right? There's certainly no green left on the trees through a forest fire. So I have to ask you this question. From the, from the drone footage and the overhead footage that we do have, how does this make sense that there are, it was so hot down there that there are cars melted to the street? Did you know that, Eli? Melted to the street, meaning that you're going to have to pry these vehicles off of the ground because they were literally melted into the street. They are now part of the street. So let me ask you this. If you've got something so hot that it's melting metal to the street and you've got something so hot that it looks like a war zone, but yet in the middle of those war zones, that war zone are trees still with green leaves on them. How's that? How? 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 It's just, it's just a, this is not a conspiracy theory question. This is a common sense, critical thinking question. How is that possible? And apparently this man will, uh, uh, apparently licensed drone pilots, licensed by the way, that means that their drone is somehow registered with the government, with the state officials, with the city officials. They're licensed to be able to fly this for specific reasons. Here's the other thing. He was a licensed drone pilot. Get this, Eli. Who literally works with the FAA 
through a coordinated app. That app can deny you permission to fly and remotely ground your drone. It's very rare. But this man, who is part of that Federal Aviation Agency app, who flies and does coordinated things for the government, his drone was grounded. This isn't just like a Ryan Matta going out. This isn't Jeremy Harrell going out with a drone. This isn't Ben Berkwam going out with a drone. He is an FAA licensed drone pilot and his drone got grounded and he got visited by officials. Why? It's a very, very, very valid and simple question. Why? I want to see what the LFA family thinks. Can we pull up the LFA family chat? Let's see what they're saying. Good question to ask though, right? Because it's a crime scene and not a natural disaster. Ooh, I like that. I like where your head's at. Many survivors are sharing firsthand account what they witnessed and it does not add up. Hiding something. Anything blue is still standing. That's exactly right. Eli was just talking about that as well. And why isn't Oprah offering her home? Doesn't she have a mansion down there that she doesn't live in full time? Why doesn't she offer that? Anything blue is protected. That's what they're trying to stop. Yeah, you're probably right. All I know is this. The gentleman that we're going to bring on as a guest tonight on LFA, on Live from America, on the ground there, his job, you ready for this? His J-O-B, his something that he does every day, for all you lefties out there that have never worked a day in your life, his job is to cover natural disasters. He was up here in Vermont next to me when the floods were going on a couple months ago, a month and a half ago. Anytime there's a natural disaster, he goes there and he covers them from start to finish. You know what he told me? In every real natural disaster, the community comes together. There's no hiding. There's no secret. Everybody works together for the, for the good of everybody else. And they literally try to get to the bottom of whatever happened so they can never have it happen again. He said, that's not going on here. Which leads me to believe as somebody who does this for a job, uh, that something, something is not right. And when you put it all together, like he's going to put it together for us tonight, there's a lot of secrecy going on and trying on oh, just the cleanup, just cleaning up. There should be no secrecy around cleanup. There should be no conspiracy theory around cleanup. And I know the left is saying, oh, the right is just digging in. Their teeth are digging into this because they want this so bad to be true. They want these. They want it so bad that the government did this. Well, who the hell else did this? Jeremy, do you think the Hawaiians will vote for Trump now? (laughs) If they don't, that's the definition of insanity. He's also got threatened if it's the same guy, Nick. No, that's Nick. That's another Nick Sorter. Nick Soter, I think his name is. That's a completely different guy. We got somebody else for LFA TV on the ground in there. Now, I'm going to move on for a minute because I've got more news to get through in this second hour here of Mike Crispy's. And I want to thank Mike Crispy not only for... Um, for giving me this hour instead of doing a recorded show to, to give me this hour to keep cr- constant and current with go- what's going on. But I want to thank Mike and I want to thank Liz Willis because they are both in Wisconsin right now for LFA TV. 
I'm going to see how many rumbles we have here before we move on. I got a lot more news to get through, believe it or not. All right. We have 1,570 rumbles, 4,300 people watching. Ladies and gentlemen, who isn't clicking that like? Who isn't clicking that thumbs up? If you've not clicked that thumbs up, admit it in the chat and then click it. Now, way you'll never, ever make that mistake ever again. Moving to California for a minute. A California church was fined $1.2 million for, devi- for defying COVID lockdown. Remember that? Well, they sued the government. They're going to get that $1.2 million back. They sued the government not for their illegal abuse of power to fine them for defying COVID lockdowns to begin with, but for spying not only on the church, but on worshipers. Let's get into this story. Calvary Chapel in San Jose who was harassed and ultimately fined for violating COVID lockdowns and mask mandates in a tune of $1.2 million, now filed a lawsuit. Pastor Mike McClure, in his lawsuit, accused Santa Clara County of an invasion of warrantless go-fencing operation, violating their Fourth Amendment right. The government used mapping software to to track worshipers to see when they were on the church premises. Think about that, folks. Talk about tyrannical. Talk about draconian. They just wanted to know when these people were on church ground so they could come and harass them and arrest them. You scum bags. Quote, this type of expansive geofencing operation is not only an invasion of privacy, but represents a terrifying precedent if allowed to go unaddressed. Well, I would like to, I'd like to address this geofencing that the government used that they said couldn't be done. And when they told you that the 2000 Mules movie was debunked and fake. Geofencing is the exact term or the exact procedure that Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht used to prove that election fraud happened in multiple states, Arizona and Georgia specifically. The government came, the left came, the mainstream media came, and they told you geofencing is not real, that it can't be done. To that, I said, so I guess Uber and Lyft isn't a thing. I guess DoorDash doesn't exist. The government in California used this to spy on people, to spy on their phones, to violate their Fourth Amendment right, to violate their First Amendment right. Bad Moon said, wait, election fraud is real? <laughs> so they, they use geofencing and they're now getting sued for it in a court of law. I would like... When, 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 when Calvary Chapel in San Jose wins this case, I'm going to take this case and I'm going to bring it back up and I'm going to say, uh, 2,000 mules, anybody still want to say that's debunked? So good for them. I want to give a Smarty Award to the pastor there, Pastor Mike McClure. Let's go ahead and, uh, let's go ahead and give him a drum roll here, please, because he deserves it. Smarty Award of the Day goes to him. Keep up the good fight, especially as a church. We need you now more than ever. And look, there's the great Mike Crispy and Liz Willis right there. The last time we did a Trump rally, they will be back together again. The dynamic duo coming out of Wisconsin. 
course, I had to stay back for a multitude of reasons, but uh, I'm glad I did now so we can cover the other things like the Trump-Tucker uh, interview tonight at 9 p.m. right here on LFA TV. Do not miss it. Don't try to go watch it anywhere else. Come here because I'm going to be hosting it, working overtime tonight. Okay? They're going to get that $1.2 million back and more. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into the last few stories, let's take a break here. And we talked about it earlier. They're, they're begging for it. Solar power generators. I know they're expensive. Trust me, I do. We had to sacrifice. I mean, we got one given to us, gifted to us, and another one we bought. But that's not the only thing we have from Four Patriots. Sometimes you got to put something on the back burner to make sure that your family is safe and prepared. You heard Oprah. We need solar power generators. Well, Oprah, why don't you take some of that billions that you're worth and go to Four Patriots, use the promo code LFA, get 10% off, and buy solar power generators for everybody there rather than simping for attention and trying to beg for them. You're worth billions, you loser. Fourpatriots.com. The number four patriots.com. The number four patriots.com. Promo code LFA. Get yours today. Now, cause of death in the Obama chef death, which I call a murder, because I'm assuming, Chef Tafari Campbell has been released. Anybody want to take any bets before we actually report on this? Because that's what I titled today's show. Does anybody want to take any bets on what the cause of death is? Let's pull it up on, let's pull the chat up here. Thank you, Suzanne, for posting the link. God bless you. B. Stern says, Jeremy, been watching since the backyard days, and the LFA family is great. All right, let's see. Overdose, murdered, drowning, blunt force trauma. Hmm. Maybe rape from Michael. Drowning, accident, Strangled, suicide, poison, cardiac, natural causes, heart attack, drowning, suicide by drowning, blunt force trauma, holy water, (laughs) accidental, heart problems. All right, all right, all right. All good guesses. Let's get to what they're actually releasing. Yesterday, the cause of and manner of death had been released for Obama's longtime personal chef, Tafari Campbell. According to witness accounts, without a life jacket and wasn't tethered to his board, Campbell lost his balance and fell off of his paddleboard into the water, desperately struggling to stay afloat. He eventually slipped beneath the surface. Hello, darkness, my old friend. And apparently sunk to his death. Campbell, who could swim, as evidenced by the videos that I showed you, was apparently found dead in eight foot of water. Then it was four foot of water. Then it was on the home. Then it was not. But after conducting a thorough investigation and performing an autopsy, the office of the chief medical examiner of Massachusetts officially ruled Campbell's cause of death, ready for this, an accident. Well, put it to bed. Put it to rest. Shove it under the carpet. Nothing to see here. 
You guys remember that old movie Naked Gun with Leslie Nielsen? Remember that, Eli? Remember when he says, he, he, he leaves his car, he leaves his car in neutral, it rolls down the, uh, the hill and explodes, and all the fire's behind and people are running and screaming. He's like, nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Go back to your days, daily lives. Nothing to see here. Mainly peaceful and mainly peaceful protest. An accident. Also finalized the manner of death could be, first of all, cause drowning. Manner accident. How injury, how injury occurred, submersion in a body of water. Yeah, that's called drowning. It's the same thing, dipshift. Now, although the exact details of the autopsy have not been released to the public, Timothy McGuirk, a spokesman for the Executive Office of Public Safety and Security, confirmed that no external trauma or injuries were found on Campbell's body. Well, I guess, that, I guess that's a wrap. Eli, that's a wrap. Look at the size of this man. Look at the Adam's apple. Oh, this, is, this shows the Adam's apple. Perfect. Can we enlarge this? <laughs> Eli, that's an Adam's apple. That is an Adam's apple sitting right above the pearly, pearly white pearls on his neck. That's an Adam's apple, and this is pectoral muscles. That dude's huge. I thought that was Brittany Grinier, Eli said for a minute. Brittany Griner. But there they are, happily the love trio. More than likely, it was a blunt force trauma from something that's down here. Wouldn't you say so, Eli? That dude's got an Adam's apple. That's all I know. So nothing to see here, ladies and gentlemen. Cause of death, accident. No foul play. Oops is the cause of death. I swim. I record my swimming laps. I record my speed, but oops, there's eight feet of water. Die. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Michael beat me with that down below. (laughs) I fell off my paddle board with a giant's blow. And as I sat there drowning, I thought, how could this be? No one cared. (laughs) I'm not laughing at the guy dying. I'm laughing at the entire story. I call it a crock of Adam Schiff. How about you? Absolutely, absolutely incredible. Accident. Cause of death is accident, ladies and gentlemen. All that time and effort that we've put into investigating what it possibly could be, it's an accident. So shut up. Go home, conspiracy theorist. Go home, you Alex Jones conspiracy theorist. Frogs are gay. Wanna be? You will fall. You will not bring humanity down. God is going to destroy you. Anyway... Moving on to another crock of Adam Schiff. Hey, Eli. So Eli grew up in, in, in the movie business. His father was a uh, owner of a movie theater for, what, 30 years, dude? 30 years his dad owned a movie theater. Eli grew up, you know, that spoiled kid getting allowed to watch all the movies in the movie theater, getting, you know, watch Jurassic Park like 100 times in the movie theater. But anyway, his family's also involved. They've always, always been involved in the, in, in, uh, in the movie business out in Hollywood as well. So Eli is very... Um, 
Eli is very anti-Hollywood, what they've become and what they are and what they do, and he's, he'd love to see them go down into a fiery inferno. So anytime you got anything to talk about with Eli with Hollywood, he'd, be lo- he'd love to talk with you about it, right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Eli, you're going to love this. California Democrat electric, uh, electric, elected officials, they want to give unemployment to the Hollywood strikers. Taxpayer dollars, Eli. The sag after union strikers. The ones that willingly are not doing their damn jobs because they want more money. They're going to give them unemployment on the taxpayer dime. Normally, benefits of this kind would go to only workers who have been let go by their employers. But there's nothing more than a, there's nothing more. This is nothing more than the Democrats trying to throw a lifeline to people who, na- who know, they know are part of the core problem and their core voters. It has nothing to do with California's unemployment insurance program. That's already broke. It has everything to do with voters. And they want to keep them as, we're on your side. You think they really care? You think they really care? So, ladies and gentlemen, if you live in California, pretty soon you may be paying taxpayer dollars. You're already broke. You're already upside down in that state anyway. And you're going to pay these sag-after losers who want more money to write stories. And you want to know what I think is funny about this? And Eli brought this up as well. Do you know that the money that they want would come from the money that the actors are getting? And yet you see the actors out there side by side with them simping alongside them to get more money. Little do they know that they could just give up their 20, 30, 40 million dollar roles and help pay these people that are securing that kind of a payday for them. But this is the upwards up to upside down backwards bullshit. You know what? That we're dealing with this in this country. Entitled crybaby rich pussified loser nobodies. Who need their teeth kicked down their throat. That's about as simple as it gets. We want money even though we don't want to work. Yeah, okay. Okay. And ladies and gentlemen, as we approach this last few minutes of this second hour of our show, and I want to thank over 4,000 people for staying strong, staying long. God bless each and every one of you. If you live in Florida... You might be happy about what's uh, about what law what some Florida lawmakers there are are trying to put into law, uh, and it's not your governor Ron DeSantis. He's a loser. Florida lawmakers announced plans to designate any mRNA vaccine as a bioweapon that is hazardous to human wealth and ban it from the state. Let's go. The vaccine turns out it's back in the news. Republican Party leaders on the Space Coast are minutes away from officially calling on the governor and other state leaders to ban mRNA-based COVID vaccines immediately. I-Team Chief Investigator Mike Magnoli has more on what exactly is going on. Mike. Good evening, everybody. Well, in their own words, the leaders of Brevard County's GOP say that they believe the vaccines are a biological weapon. As you say, this is the executive committee of the party in Brevard. They haven't hit send on this letter yet, but that vote coming up at 6.30, and I'm told it's fairly likely going to pass. If it does, they're asking state leadership to make it illegal to give or to take mRNN vaccines in Florida. In this four-page letter, complete with footnotes, Brevard County Republicans cite sources which led them to a stunning conclusion. 
Here it is in their own words. Government agencies, media and tech companies, and other corporations have committed enormous fraud by claiming COVID-19 injections are safe and effective. Strong and credible evidence has recently been revealed that COVID-19 and COVID-19 injections are biological and technological weapons. If approved, this letter will be sent to Tallahassee at a time when a grand jury requested by Governor DeSantis is investigating those very same vaccines. So here's my question. Since yesterday I reported to you that a majority of these mRNA vaccines are not mRNA vaccines, but they are in fact mod RNA, which is modifications, which is synthetic, which is not natural, which is what mRNA is supposed to replicate as a natural um, function that your body does. So I don't know how this is going to go down, but I say ban mRNA, ban mod RNA, ban anything, ban it all, ban all vaccines. People don't need vaccines. You just don't need them. That's my personal opinion, but I know there's going to be people out there that go, how dare you say that? If I didn't have this vaccine, I would have died. Maybe get Jesus in your life. (laughs) Maybe just get Jesus in your life. Maybe that's all you need. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you know how I always like to end every show. I like to end every show with either a smile or I like to end every show with kind of like a pump you up inspirational video. And there's no place better to go to than the Ultra MAGA Party and Steve Bannon's crew. Good friends of mine. Roll it. Impeachment. There was a famous witness. He wore a bow tie every day. His name was George Kent. And he said during his testimony, yeah, Joe Biden created the appearance of a conflict of interest with his son, but it never really impacted U.S. policy. We have a classified email. It quotes uh, George Kent writing to Marie Ivanovich saying the opposite. Uh, Mr. Kent, on November 13th, 2019, you testified to Congress. I became aware that Hunter Biden was on the board of Burisma. I raise my concern that Hunter Biden's status as a board member could create the perception of a conflict of interest. To your knowledge, does Hunter Biden speak Ukrainian? I've never talked to uh, Hunter Biden, no. To your knowledge, did he have any knowledge before serving on that board about anything concerning oil or natural gas? I'm not aware of his CV. Did Hunter Biden have any qualification whatsoever for that board job other than the fact that his daddy was the sitting vice president at the time? I am not familiar with his resume, sir. He was paid $83,000 a month by this Ukrainian oligarch. You're an expert in Ukraine. Have you ever been paid $83,000 a month? I've not been paid $83,000 a month, no, sir. Let me ask you, while his son was on the board of Burisma making a million dollars a year, did Joe Biden do anything that benefited the corrupt oligarch who was paying his son? He did not. He did not. Well, it's interesting. Someone who disagrees with you, Mr. Kent? is Joe Joe Biden. Biden. I'm leaving here in six hours. If the prosecutor is not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. Well, son of a bitch. You got fired. Let me ask you something. Do you think Joe Biden holding a billion dollars hostage to force the Ukrainian government to fire the prosecutor that is investigating the corrupt oligarch who's paying his son a million dollars a year? Did getting that prosecutor fired benefit that oligarch? Thank you, Senator Cruz, Senator Van Are you going to allow him to answer the question, Madam Chairman? I am not going to allow him to answer the question. Why are you covering for the vice president? Do you not want to answer that question? 
He said that, that the vice president. I, I think it's, I think it's unfortunate for you, Senator Cruz, this because is they have testimony. This I is sworn testimony. That, I understand that you want to cover for the vice president. That he is going to raise those concerns anytime. Was his testimony true or false that Biden did nothing to benefit the oligarch? I don't let know him answer the question. Was. Why are you afraid of him answering the question? I'm not. I just want to move on. But you won't let him answer. I, I asked a yes, no question. Will you allow him to answer the yes, no question? Yes, you can answer yes or no. Everything that Vice President Biden, the State Department, and the U.S. Embassy did acted in good faith to reduce corruption and help the Ukrainian so people. So firing him did not benefit the old Thank you, Senator Cruz. Senator Van Hollen. <clears throat> it is time to fight. You've been fighting. I've been fighting. We're no stranger to fighting. It's time to fight harder. Let's show them what we the people really do. Let's show them a little red, white, and blue. Let's introduce them to a little thing called 1776 once again. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the show. Thank you very much for your rumble rants, your donations, your support, your shares, your thumbs up. It's been great being here with you for these two hours. Remember, 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We've got coverage for one hour. Commentary from Liz Willis and... Mike Crispy. Then we're going right into Live from America. And at 9 o'clock tonight, Trump, Tucker, right here, LFA TV. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Kevin Smith and the loud majority comes up next, followed by Ryan Matta. I love you guys. God bless you. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. God bless. Peace out.